From the art section of the New York Times, Umberto Eco, 84, best-selling academic who navigated two worlds, dies, by Jonathan Candel. Umberto Eco, an Italian scholar in the arcane field of semiotics, who became the author of best-selling novels, notably the blockbuster medieval mystery The Name of the Rose, died Friday in Italy. He was 84. His Italian publisher, Bompiani, confirmed his death, according to the Italian news agency ANSA. He died at his home in Milan, according to the Italian news website Il Post. No cause was given. As a semiotician, Echo sought to interpret cultures through their signs and symbols. Words, religious icons, banners, clothing, musical scores, even cartoons— and published more than 20 nonfiction books on these subjects while teaching at the University of Bologna, Europe's oldest university. But rather than segregate his academic life from his popular fiction, Echo infused his seven novels with many of his scholarly preoccupations. In bridging these two worlds, he was never more successful than he was with The Name of the Rose, his first novel, which was originally published in Europe in 1980. It sold more than 10 million copies in about 30 languages. A 1986 Hollywood adaptation directed by Jean-Jacques Annaud and starring Sean Connery received only a lukewarm reception. The book is set in a 14th century Italian monastery where monks are being murdered by their co-religionists bent on concealing a long-lost philosophical treatise by Aristotle. Despite devoting whole chapters to discussion of Christian theology and heresies, Echo managed to enthrall a mass audience with the book, a rollicking detective thriller. His subsequent novels, with protagonists like a clairvoyant crusader in the Middle Ages, a shipwrecked adventurer in the 1600s, and a 19th-century physicist, also demanded that readers absorb heavy doses of semiotic ruminations along with compelling fictional tales. In a 1995 interview with Vogue, Echo acknowledged that he was not an easy read. People always ask me, how is it that your novels, which are so difficult, have a certain success, he said. I am offended by the question. It's as if they asked a woman, how can it be that men are interested in you? Then, with typical irony, Echo added, I myself like easy books that put me to sleep immediately. While Echo had many defenders in academia and the literary world, critics in both realms sometimes dismissed him for lacking either scholarly gravitas or novelistic talent. No cultural artifact is too lowly or trivial for Echo's analysis. Ian Thompson, a literary biographer, wrote in The Guardian in 1999 in a review of Serendipities, Language, and Lunacy, Echo's collection of essays on how false beliefs had changed history. And British novelist Salman Rushdie, in a scathing review in The London Observer, derided Echo's 1988 novel Foucault's Pendulum as humorless, devoid of character, entirely free of anything resembling a credible spoken word and mind-numbingly full of gobbledygook of all sorts. Appearing alongside Rushdie at a literary panel in New York in 2008, Echo Riley chose to read from Foucault's Pendulum. As a global superstar in both highbrow and popular culture circles, Echo accepted such criticism with equanimity. I'm not a fundamentalist, saying there's no difference between Homer and Walt Disney, he told a Guardian journalist who was exploring his juxtaposition of scholarship and pop iconography in 2002. But Mickey Mouse can be perfect in the sense that a Japanese haiku is. Able to deliver lectures in five modern languages, as well as in Latin and classical Greek.
Echo crisscrossed the Atlantic for academic conferences, book tours, and celebrity cocktail parties. Impish, bearded, and a chain smoker, he enjoyed bantering over cheap wine with his students late into the night at taverns in Bologna. He and his German-born wife, Renata Ramgi, an architecture and arts teacher, kept apartments in Paris and Milan and a 17th-century manor once owned by the Jesuits in the hills near Rimini on the Adriatic Sea. They had two children, Stefano, a television producer in Rome, and Carlotta, an architect in Milan. In Foucault's Pendulum, his second novel, Echo tells the story of Leon Foucault, a French physicist in the 1800s who devised a mechanism to demonstrate the rotation of the Earth. Despite mixing allusions to the Kabbalah, mathematical formulas, and Disney characters, the novel also became a worldwide bestseller, even though it did not receive the near-unanimous acclaim that critics had accorded to The Name of the Rose. The pattern repeated itself with Echo's other novels.